Hey guys, this is Nathan from Church in a Brewery, and this is our week five discussion recap. So these recaps are really designed to kind of expose you to what we talk about at our meetings, Church in a Brewery. We meet every week at Augustino Brewing, and we just talk about spiritual topics, tough questions about the Bible, tough questions about God and evidence for his existence. This week we were talking about the oldest writings we have about Jesus and asking what do they say about him. In the New Testament, there are several eyewitness testimonies about Jesus. The oldest of those writings is probably the book of Mark. And so we opened it up and we started talking about what it says. Now, we've also been talking about whether or not we can trust these writings. As a group on some of our other nights, we've been talking about their historical accuracy, when they were written, were they written years after the events, things like that. But tonight we were just focused on what it actually says. We didn't get very far, this is just the tip of the iceberg. But we started off by reading Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. So I'll go ahead and tell you what it says. It says this, it's a pretty bold start. This is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. Okay, so I'm only one sentence in, and in my opinion, this is like a massive start to a book or a movie or whatever. Like, this is really starting with a bang. For instance, this is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. That one sentence alone contains a whole bunch of big, big claims. It says, whatever we're going to read in this book is good news, for one. Second, it says that Jesus is the Messiah. So that's interesting. He's some kind of savior figure. What exactly is he going to save us from? Uh, there's something different about him, something special. And third, it says that Jesus is the son of God, which is a really whopping claim. Now, you're probably scratching your head and you're thinking, maybe what this book says is crazy. Maybe Mark, the writer, is nuts. But in our previous weeks, we've talked about how there are many other eyewitnesses who are saying the same thing. So it might be worth just seeing if this checks out. That might take a little while, but stay curious. It's a really fun discussion. Okay, continuing on with Mark chapter 1, it says, It began just like the prophet Isaiah had written. Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. Okay, so what we have here are actually two quotes from the Old Testament. They're from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, and Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. This book was written to people in ancient times, and what Mark the writer was trying to do here was appeal to the Jews in a way that they could understand and give them some evidence so they could trust the crazy claims that he just made. These days, like, we don't always know the Bible real well. Like, even in churches, like, we don't have a lot of it memorized and things like that. But back then, they knew this stuff back and forth. They had a lot of the Old Testament memorized. And the Old Testament contains a whole bunch of predictions about Jesus, including what he was going to be like, where he was born, how he was going to die. And some of those predictions are a little general and vague, but some of them are very, very specific. There's actually like over 300 predictions about him. So that's very interesting. You've probably heard of those referred to as prophecies. 
And I decided to introduce them first as predictions because if you grew up outside of the church or you grew up playing a lot of video games or watching modern movies, prophecy isn't necessarily the, how do I say this? It's not always a positive thing. It's often portrayed in science fiction movies and video games as like weird, creepy cults and stuff like that. In addition, a lot of people have made claims about what Bible prophecies mean, and they've been wrong. So to the general public, I'm not sure if they view prophecy as a legit or good thing. I think they might look at it as, you know, people from the loony bin making claims. Unfortunately, we see stuff like that. I remember in maybe 2012, there was a group claiming that the end of the world was going to be on this specific date, and they actually bought billboards in Indiana where I was living at the time to tell everybody, like, you're all going to die on this date. And then some company came out and made uh, like a like a daycare for pets called After the Rapture, and you could pay them to like take care of your pet after you know you got raptured and taken away to heaven while the end of the world began. I mean, it was uh, crazy. So I always wondered if people who uh, paid for that daycare service got their money back after the end of the world didn't happen. I hope so, but I don't really know the answer to that. I also found some books at a church that I used to go to. They were in the library and they said like, on this specific date in 1980, the world's gonna end. It was obviously a really old book, but obviously they were wrong about that date too. So what I'm saying here is that sometimes like humans don't interpret these things correctly and prophecy might have a bad name. I'm gonna suggest that we try our best to wipe the slate clean and separate these prophecies that were written before Jesus was born from some of our encounters with modern prophecy. So what's this have to do with the book of Mark? Well, the author was actually referencing two predictions from the Old Testament, as I mentioned in Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, and Isaiah 40, verse 3. So now I'm going to actually read those Old Testament verses to you. And what's really interesting about these is we actually have copies of these writings that are older than Jesus, so we can prove that these predictions were actually written before Jesus was born. The book of Isaiah, for example, we have a copy of it from 125 BCE, so 125 years before Jesus was born. You can actually go online and read the whole thing. Like You can read it in English, it's been translated, but it's actually written in Hebrew. And I can't read Hebrew, but I do know some people who can. I mean, they learned that in college training, and they could actually go and check that out so they don't have to rely on a translator and just make sure it actually says what we think it says, which is really cool. So this is public. If you Google the Great Isaiah Scroll, like one of the top results that comes up is this DSS Collections website, and you can read that whole thing right there. It'll tell you where they found it and all kinds of cool stuff. This proves that somebody didn't look at Jesus's life and then write those predictions later and just say that they were written before Jesus was born. This document has actually been carbon dated at least four times and dated several other ways. And pretty much any way you try to test it, it comes back to be at least 125 years older than Jesus himself. So that scroll called the Great Isaiah Scroll is a copy of the book of Isaiah that we find in the Bible. And it was found as part of the Dead Sea Scrolls, which contains a large portion of the Old Testament. So we've got a really, really old copy of most of the books from the Bible in the Old Testament, 
that's definitely way older than Jesus. So looking at Malachi chapter 3 verse 1, it says this, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. So that verse is actually what Mark was talking about when he said in Mark chapter 1 verse 2, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. So shortly after in the book of Mark, this guy named John the Baptist shows up and he goes around announcing that Jesus is coming. I think of John the Baptist as a movie trailer. You know, like, let's say the next Star Wars movie is coming out. First, you might see a 30-second teaser trailer. A few months later, you might get a one-minute trailer, where you actually see some scenes from the movie. And then, a few months later, maybe you get like a two-minute extended trailer, and then the movie comes out, right? Well, I kind of think of these Old Testament predictions, like Malachi 3.1, as the 30-second trailer, and then... In Isaiah, he's going to talk a little bit more about Jesus and make some predictions. I think of that as like the one-minute movie trailer. It's telling you to be on the lookout for something. And then John the Baptist shows up in the book of Mark, and he is really there to announce that Jesus is here. So maybe John the Baptist is like that two-minute extended trailer that comes out right before the movie comes out. It tells you, hey, Star Wars is about to be released. Or in this case, Jesus is about to show up. So next in Mark chapter 1, verse 3, it says, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. So this is referencing Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, written hundreds of years earlier, which says this, A voice of one calling, In the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. The whole point of Mark quoting these two Old Testament predictions was so that people in that day who had those predictions memorized, like I said earlier, they had large chunks of the Old Testament memorized, they would be able to put two and two together and be like, oh, this is talking about Jesus. Jesus is the guy who fulfilled all 300-something predictions in the Old Testament. It's really evidence that Mark could use to support his crazy claim from Mark chapter 1, verse 1, that says Jesus is the Messiah and Jesus is the Son of God. Then the people Mark was writing to had a way to fact-check what he was saying. They could go back through the Old Testament and look at those predictions as evidence and see if it actually matches up with what we know historically about Jesus. This might seem kind of boring and academic and stuff like that, but I put it out there to show you that from the very beginning, Christianity is not a blind faith. These writers had evidence in mind. In my opinion, throughout the whole Old Testament, God always gave evidence to back up the things that he said so that we would be able to trust him. I think these verses are really interesting to think about too. So Mark chapter 1 verse 3, for example, it says, prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. And I kind of wonder, wait a second, why exactly does the road need to be cleared for him? Like, what exactly does that mean? I mean, isn't he God? Like, couldn't he, you know, travel wherever he wanted? Didn't he make the whole world? So it's interesting that maybe there's something in the way that needs to be cleared away before he can come. I don't know. Part of this might just be referencing how John the Baptist showed up basically with a megaphone to announce that Jesus is coming so that people would know, so that it would be obvious. On another level, 
that Isaiah verse said, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. I think that's really interesting. Like, why is it a desert? There's a lot of stuff this could be referring to. One thing it might mean was that when the book of Mark was written, the previous book of the Bible that was written was written hundreds of years before. So some people will say that God was silent for hundreds of years before Mark was written, and that's why. I also think this verse is interesting because it implies that God is going to travel through our world, and that's really interesting. So Mark references that scripture that says, you know, make a path, make a, a highway for our God. And then what is so interesting is Jesus shows up. So I think that this scripture is passively implying that Jesus is God. It's said in Mark chapter one, verse one, that Jesus is the son of God and the Messiah. So that was a direct claim. But I think right off the bat, passively, it's also saying that Jesus is God. So he's both the son of God and God at the same time. Now, not everybody at our discussion group necessarily agrees with that. There were some people there last night that had a different view. And we actually welcome different views at our discussion group because then it just gives us an opportunity to go back and investigate. And I think that can make everybody's faith stronger. One thing to note though, if you're feeling unsure about whether or not this chapter really says Jesus is God or not, and I've heard some people say that Jesus never said he was God or that the book of Mark never says that Jesus is God. What I would do is I would take every verse you can find that refers to Jesus being God and look at them as a whole. I say that because like this verse right here, if it doesn't directly say Jesus is God, you might not be convinced that that's what the author is trying to say. But there are more direct verses that state that in this book and throughout the Bible. If you put them together, I think it makes a pretty strong case, but that's something that you've got to decide for yourself. We're just here to help you investigate that and explore. All right, so that is our wrap up. If you want to check out our discussion questions, you can go to breweryministries.org session five. And there's a few questions there that we discussed at our meeting last night. Uh, we meet every Monday night at Augustino Brewing, 7.30 p.m. That's in Wichita, Kansas at Central and Tyler. Wherever you're at in your spiritual journey, we enjoy discussing and listening. So, hey, if, uh, if that's something that appeals to you, come out and have a craft beer with us on a Monday night and let's talk about stuff. If you have any questions or anything like that, just get a hold of me on Facebook at Brewery Ministries or check out breweryministries.org and you can email me through there. All right, I will see you guys soon. Take care.